0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dustin McAdams. Thanks for joining me today. It feels great to be back. It's been a few weeks. I've been trading off some episodes with my good friend, Jamie McDoll, and it feels good to be back in the seat of it. And I am thrilled today to have one of my favorite people in the pet industry as my guest. With me today is Tina Johnson. She's one of the four founders of American Dog. They make a really cool line of dog toys that, you probably have guessed it, is made here in America. American Dog launched on Kickstarter in late 2014, and they've been growing rapidly since. They're kind of a unique company in their use of military spec material, which we'll get into when we bring Tina on. But I love their stuff. It's a really good line of dog toys. My company, we use their most durable line, which is made from 1680 ballistic nylon. My lay understanding is it's uh, not quite Kevlar, but pretty tough. And anyway, we use it for what we call a power chewers box, which is a box that caters to the toughest chewers out there. So it's a really tough line of toys, but they're able to do some really cool designs. And Tina will talk more about it with us. Her background includes running manufacturing operations for a company called Madden Mountaineering, as well as starting her own company, Striker by Design, that made fitness and fashion bags before joining the pet industry. You can find more about American Dog online at loveamericandog.com. That's the word loveamericandog.com. Or on all major social media at loveamericandog. We'll be right back in a moment to talk with Tina and hear more about her story right after these messages. Love to spoil your dog, but no
1: time to shop? Well, check out Pupjoy.com! Dog parents are raving about them! They deliver amazing boxes of treats and toys directly to your door! Premium goodies from indie brands, all customized to your dog's unique needs. So you can relax and spend more time on important things, like couch cuddles and belly rubs. Get personalized boxes of joy for your pup! Plus, built in support for animal rescue, all for less than you'd pay at the store. Save $10 on your first order today. Go to PupJoy.com, customize your plan, and enter Pets Mean Business at checkout. P U P J O Y.com.
0: Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio. With us now is Tina Johnson, founder of American Dog. Hey, Tina, how you doing?
1: Hey, Dustin, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely a pleasure to have you. As I mentioned, you are you and the whole team at American Dog are uh, some of my favorite people in the pet industry. So it's a thrill for me to have on have you on today.
1: Oh well, thank you. It's likewise. I'm sure that everyone would agree with me on my team that you are. Uh, we just love working with you.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for that. So. Tell us all, what is the backstory? How did American Dog start? What was kind of the trigger point for deciding to come into the pet industry? And what was kind of the origin story of American Dog?
1: Sure. So our background is is in design and manufacturing. And we have a lot of experience with really high-end products, tactical products, and fashion products, and fitness products. And we also had a couple other lines in the pet industry over the years. And so we had an opportunity to design and manufacture a line of private label Made in USA toys for a large retailer. And uh, of course, we were delighted. It was really exciting. And so we were, you know, kind of jumped on it. And after months of designing and prototyping, and literally we had had prototypes like all over our factory, the deal fell through. And that was kind of a result of uh, just margin constraints and some other some other situations. And so we uh, couldn't go forward with it. And uh, it was really hard on all of us. And we didn't realize <laughs> how emotionally attached we had gotten to the, to the project. So we sat around and kind of licked our wounds for months. And after a few months of just kind of you know, kicking it around, we decided that we really felt like we were onto something. We felt like we had a really great concept. Uh it was right in our vein because we all the products we were designing were in the 1000 denier cordura that we're really used to working with uh, on our tactical side. So we know it's really tough. And uh so we decided, you know what, we're going to we're going to forge ahead with this. Uh we're going to continue to design some some really cool interactive toys and we're going to move ahead and launch our own brand. So we debated over a lot of names and couldn't believe that American Dog was available and snatched <laughs> it up and decided to launch on Kickstarter and the rest is history.
0: Cool. So, hey, before we jump into the Kickstarter stuff, you mentioned a couple of things I want to make sure we have clarity for the audience. Private label. When you say private label, can you just define what that means?
1: So when we work with other companies who want to have their own product line and they want to have their name on it, we will work with folks like that. We do that, as you know, with you guys, but we're really passionate about, you know, co-branding more than just private labeling. So usually we'll we'll have it be powered by American Dog. On the Stryker side of our business, that is 100% private labeling. So we, what Stryker does is we basically design and manufacture for other American brands of people that want to make their stuff here in the
0: U.S. Perfect. Well, that's helpful. And you mentioned tactical products a couple of times. Can you define for folks what that means?
1: So tactical products being military products that are used on the battlefield. We make a lot of, we've over the years made a lot of rocks and holsters and, you know, just really durable, you know, products that actually are used by soldiers.
0: Yeah. And I think it's really interesting with you guys, especially as a manufacturer in the part of your manufacturing is for the pet industry to come from that background of making really tough military grade stuff and knowing the materials that go into it. I've always thought it was pretty one. It's really unique. And I have just thought it's pretty interesting.
1: Absolutely. We had a unique perspective, so sort of. I feel like it kind of gave us an edge. Just because of what we know on the other side of our business, and we were kind of flirting with that idea, but it's really become a, its own animal over the years. And
0: no pun intended, just, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And you know, when we're a very creative group, so it's it, it's always like, what if we do this? And I wonder if this would work. You know, but we just don't box ourselves in. We're sort of out of the box thinkers, and so we've kind of pushed the limits. and And we're really excited with what we've done so far and what we feel like we're going to do going forward.
0: Cool. All right, so. We back up a little bit. You guys you lost a potential client in the pet industry, kind of fell in love with designing some products for it, lick your wounds, decided to launch American Dog and kicked off on a Kickstarter campaign, correct? Yeah, that's right. So so I'm sure there are probably some of the listeners who have actually had first hand experience with Kickstarter, but I I bet a lot of folks haven't, but they've heard about it. So tell us a little bit about what was the process like going through launching on Kickstarter?
1: So Kickstarter is a is a funding platform. And it was a great uh, experience for us. We had kind of a unique opportunity to see how it worked with a really great customer that we work with on our manufacturing side called Sword & Plow. Uh, They had an enormously successful campaign on Kickstarter just a couple of years before we actually launched our brand. And so we kind of had an opportunity to... Watch what they did and how they did it and, and just, you know, what their overall experience was. And, and so when we decided to move forward, they were just great about, you know, just advising us on, you know, how to do it and what to do and all those things. And, and that was really vital to us because we're designers and manufacturers and logistics and finance people. And we didn't know anything about social media or marketing and branding and all those things. So these guys were really awesome for us uh, in the early stages of our brand launch. It works basically on a 30-day, all-or-nothing sort of campaign. So you basically come up with what they call, uh, I think they call them rewards. Uh, so you you have different offerings, essentially. So you're pre basically pre-selling your product. So in our case, we only had, we didn't have a whole lot of designs at the time. And so you just offered, you know, well, if you spend this much money, you get this product. If you spend this much money, you get this product. And so you're basically pre-selling your products and you have a goal. So you set your goal. And if you meet that goal in 30 days, you get fully funded and you, then you have to fill, you have to fulfill all the orders, all the products that you pre-sold, but that gives you the the revenue to, you know, obviously build those products. And also you, hopefully you set your goal high enough to get your website done and whatever else you need to get going right out of the gate. And so we, our goal is $20,000 we hit it in 30 days.
0: Awesome. So it sounds like you guys obviously had a successful Kickstarter campaign. Would you do it again if you could rewind the clock?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that was the right approach for us, for sure. And a lot of those initial funders, I don't think they call them funders, they call them backers. That's what they call them. Backers. A lot right. of those initial backers are still very loyal to our brand today. So it's it's been really fun.
0: Cool. So if anybody listening to this is considering a um, Kickstarter campaign or any other crowdfunding campaign of similar type themselves any big recommendations for them
1: well i would definitely recommend the platform and i mean the risk is is minimal because you're selling your products in advance if you don't reach your goal no one's credit card gets charged and you don't get funded so there's not a huge obligation there and all you're really out is the cost of your campaign but i think i would recommend to anyone that was thinking about this to really just do their due diligence you know to have a great idea build a great campaign and get funded i mean it's pretty straightforward
0: I'll tell you what we're going to take a couple moments for some quick messages from our sponsors and uh, we'll be right back with Tina to talk more about this do you own a pet care business do you
1: need help training and retaining your staff Fetch Find Monthly Pro is the perfect platform for you Fetch Find Monthly Pro is a monthly subscription with unlimited users no contracts and fresh content every week with increased employee engagement, higher customer satisfaction, and lower risk and liability, FetchFind Monthly Pro pays for itself. And you
0: can completely customize the training materials based on your company's needs. Head over to www.fetchfind.com to learn more and subscribe today. That's
1: F-E-T-C-H-F-I-N-D dot She was thrown out of a pickup truck. Somebody threw him out of a car and shattered his leg. They found her walking on the streets. Many have been abused, malnourished, eating garbage, scabs, Itching, licking, missing fur. There's this commercial on TV that the ASPCA does. and They want you to send in $19 a month for a dog in the shelter. I think you should go and adopt a dog from the ASPCA and then get that dog on Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You don't need to spend thousands on vet bills. Their answer is nutrition. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa, the digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. When you rescue a dog, you've got to feed him right for life. Every rescue deserves at least 90 days of Dynovite. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dinovite is nutrition. Dynovite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio <laughs> We are back with Tina Johnson with American Dog, talking about launching on Kickstarter and the growth of a company making some really cool dog products here in the U.S. So, Tina, let's transition a little bit into the growth of your manufacturing operations specifically as being a U.S.-based company. So, what have you had to do to organize your operations in order to be able to competitively stay in the U.S.?
1: Sure. Well, again, we're really lucky to started our contract manufacturing company back in the early part of 2001, and we kind of had the opportunity to cut our teeth on how to do business in the U.S. So when the bottom fell out and we kind of experienced the worst depression since the Great Depression, we survived solely on our relationships with mostly our vendors. Interesting enough, though, the one industry that didn't really suffer through that time, through that period of time, was the pet industry. Mm -hmm. And we continued to receive orders from our customers in the pet business, even though our industry was struggling. So what we've done is just really learn from all those experiences and how we are building a team around this brand is working and it's thriving and we're growing and we're just going to continue to try and design our products to be fairly simple in construction to try and, you know, obviously compete with the market and China made product, you know, simple construction helps us keep our labor down because obviously labor is the most expensive thing here in the U.S. So we're just trying to... Design a little smarter and keep the products really simple in construction, but really tough overall with a really good story.
0: That's helpful. It's insightful. So, obviously, you, um, you're talking about having to design smarter, just be efficient, which you guys do to cost compete, especially from some of the foreign imports. But I'm curious do you guys see some real advantages that you guys reap of being a U.S. manufacturing company?
1: Well, I think the advantage for us is obviously that we're keeping jobs here in America. And that's really important to us obviously on our on our manufacturing side. the advantages we r- truly have is we can we have the ability to react very rapidly to industry demands and changes. We're extremely nimble in our ability to bring new products to the market quick. we see like kind of a change in the ebbs and the flows, and we are excellent in private label partnerships, so we can do a lot of things that other companies just Simply can 't do uh, we can do small runs, we could do large runs. we just were extremely like I said very nimble. I think the disadvantage is that you know our labor rates are higher, and that goes to what we were just talking about. we're competing against large companies who don 't make their stuff here, so unfortunately, that makes our retail price you know a little more challenging, but uh, so far, our loyal supporters have really backed this brand and are willing to spend a little bit more for that USA product and the quality and customer service. So um, yeah. it's been a really good experience. And you know, our goal is to have this be a heritage brand. And we have followers that have been with us since the very beginning who just won't go anywhere else. So I know we're doing the right
0: thing. Awesome. Well, speaking as a uh, crazy client that uh, comes to you guys with hairball ideas, <laughs> I can speak to the nimbleness you guys have and, um, and our customer base has been thrilled with your, your toy. So uh, you're doing a lot of things right.
1: That's one of the fun things about it is that we can do that. And that's one of the things that really sets us apart from our competition.
0: So you talked about team. I don't know if too many companies that have four founders that are kind of actively uh, running business on a day-to-day basis. How does that work?
1: Well, it's great. I mean, it's we're female-owned, so there's four, four women here that are running the show with an incredible team of people. Certainly, we are just four of many who are behind this brand, but We've all known each other for decades and we're we're super close and we all have we all sort of have different expertise. We all wear different hats and together we really bring something special to the market. So it works for us. It's
0: so far it's been great. Awesome. Well I think that in itself is somewhat of a story. I certainly you don't run across too many companies where you get four founders and especially four women founders that have been doing business together for a long time. So you know, I think interesting and Kudos to you guys. on. I've spent enough time around you. I know you all get along and operate very well together. Where does American Dog go from here? Paint the vision of where you guys are hoping to take it in the next five to ten years.
1: Well, you know what? We're still in our infancy. We really feel like the sky's the limit for us. We we love being on the road. We we're we're out there meeting our retailers and customers and promoting our brand and telling the story. It's a, we feel like we have a fun story with some good stuff in it. So it's you know it's always easy to talk about yourself when you feel like you're doing something really good. I would say that you know our immediate goals are just getting greater distribution across the U.S. and beyond. While we are really protecting our independent retailers, that's really important to us. So we're just trying to get the word out there about our brand and and grow it
0: awesome all right so two more things for you one, I'll leave this to last, but I'd be remiss if we, we don't talk a little bit about Gracie's give back, which uh, is awesome. But before that, so we always try to use the show as a little bit of a uh, learning opportunity for folks listening because we, we do get a lot of we get a, a lot of the audience that are involved in the industry themselves. So if you look back at from the launch um, of American Dog Till Today, what are the one or two biggest things that if you could have done them differently, you would have?
1: Well, Good question. Gosh, I can't really think of a couple things, to be honest. I think that the one thing that we would have done differently from the beginning was we didn't realize on our Kickstarter campaign that the video part of your launch is really one of the most critical parts. And the first producer that we worked with for our video for Kickstarter wasn't very experienced and we were even less experienced so our video was just terrible and we hated it so we ended up having to like scrap that whole entire video and then we ended up spending a lot more money to hire somebody else who was just great so i think my advice for a startup trying to get in you know break into this if you're going to go that route is to spend a little extra money on the front side and you know do it right because it's going to pay off in the end because the results will yield what you want them to as far as just our brand and what I would do different, our experience has been a little unique because we, right out of the gate, uh, kind of fell into distribution, which is somewhat backwards from the way most people do it. I don't know if I would necessarily change that, but usually when you launch a, a brand, you most often, the way we see people do it on our striker side of our business is we see them go direct consumer first and get their website going and their direct consumer sales because that's where they make their greatest margin. And then hopefully you grow your brand big enough to get you know some wholesale accounts. And then hopefully one day you're big enough that you get distribution. Well, we sort of fell into distribution first because a local distributor here in Denver actually walked in our warehouse to pick up some product for another line that we were producing at the time. And she looked at all of us and said, wait a minute, why do I, why do I know you? I've se- Wait, I've seen your video. And she had seen us on Kickstarter and <laughs> said, oh my gosh, I have to have American Dog. And so we literally fell right into distribution. And that's how we got our start. And like I said, I don't know that I would, I don't really have any regrets over that, but it, it just is sort of a unique way the thing kind of kicked off for us. But uh, definitely if you're going to go on a, through a pl- funding platform, spend a little money up front to really button up your, your campaign. (laughs)
0: Do a good video. You never know who's going to see it, right?
1: Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> I mean, you know, nobody really likes to actually see themselves on video and listen to their, their voice, especially if you have a deep voice like mine. But I can't even tell you how deplorable it was. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, no one's going to back this brand. Oh, my, we just were terrible. And it was just the inexperience of the producer, really, and the fact that we knew less than they did. And uh, when we got the right guy on the job, it was a completely different experience.
0: Awesome. All right. So last one for you. Talk a little bit about Grease's Giveback.
1: Oh, Gracie's give back. So Gracie is the inspiration behind our brand. And if you check us out, you'll see lots of information about her. We now have Shadow on board, too. He's our three-year rescue, but he wasn't around at the time. So from the very beginning, we wanted to make a difference. And when we were just starting out, we didn't really know how we could do that monetarily. But what we started with was donating toys to local rescues for their fosters. And the idea was give them toys that they could then take to their forever homes and it's just kind of almost like the toys for tots mentality, but we were thinking, how cool would this be for these, you know, these pups that are trying to get adopted? So we started giving away toys, and then uh, I mean, we still do that today. But in addition to that, we've grown into a uh, a quarterly donation that we do, where we basically have a percentage of our sales to rescues who need it the most, and we try to uh, choose organizations and areas where. They're really needing it or they have a particular struggle at the time or something like that. We, uh, for this quarter, for third and fourth quarter of this year, it's going to be the Humane Society of the U.S. for all the hurricane relief victims. But We've we've chosen a lot of different rescues uh, for a lot of different reasons. And for more info on that, for information on how to apply for that donation, as well as a toy donation, there's information on our website and a little form that you can fill out and kind of tell us a little bit of a story about you and what your needs are.
0: That is great, and I think a perfect close for us, Tina. If anybody didn't catch at the opening, you can find American Dog online at loveamericandog.com, on all major social media at loveamericandog. Tina, if anybody uh, potentially has any follow-up questions directly for you, what's the best way to reach you?
1: Certainly on our website. There's information. There's a contact page there, and uh, if somebody would like to get in touch with any of us, actually, they can hit us on that contact page.
0: Awesome. I will say... From a personal note on this, American Dog is great peeps. I think they have great products. If you if you run a retail store, if you're involved in the industry, do yourself a favor, check them out. And if you're a consumer listening, go check them out. You can you can find their products on American Dog's own website or at PupJoy, either one. I think they're amazing stuff and as always Tina, I wish you guys tremendous success.
1: Well, thank you, Dustin. We want to thank you and PupJoy for allowing us to be a part of your journey as well and uh, letting us be a part of your, of your box.
0: It's really Absolutely. Fun. You are most welcome welcome so folks as always if you would like to reach me you can find me uh by email dustin at pupjoy.com that's p-u-p-j-o-y.com at pupjoy on all major social media and online at pupjoy.com until i see you again happy tales. let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com